Today is March 25th, and we are three days away from opening day. The opening day lineup is set. Wade is out. Talkman is in. Who the hell's Talkman? Hey, we'll get you there. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. All right, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining Talking Yanks. I am your one host named John Boy, and the other one host is named Jake. I'm coming to you from California today. I'm out here for my little nephew's first birthday. Get a visit in with the girlfriend's parents before the season gets gets going full full tilt, they say, Jake. Jake's yes. coming to you from Denver, Colorado. Looks like he's in uh, an office room in his apartment complex. Yeah, Con- confirmed. Nailed it. Today's episode is brought to you by three special people. Joel Rubin. Do you know Joel? I don't know Joel Rubin. Well, now we do. Linda Pogo. Do you know Linda? I think so. Close friends with Linda and Andrew Abeda. What'd you how, just say? You how can't would call you, Andrew that. Abeda. Abeda? How would you pronounce it? The letters are A B E Y T A. Abeda. He's a beta. Abeda. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough break. Uh, we'll go Abeda. Abeda? Yeah. Andrew, maybe maybe if Andrew's last name is pronounced Abeda, maybe he gives himself the nickname Alpha. A- Alpha Andrew Abeda. Andrew Alpha Abeda. Andrew Alpha Abeda. Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. It's $2 a month. Get a chance to win two affordable jerseys each month, one via contest, one via raffle. Both of those will be happening probably next week when I'm home in uh, New Jersey and all sorted. You get live access, early access. We got Will, Sean, uh, Jarv from Oz in the chat right now, hanging out, maybe some others watching live. They get that access, some specials, some extra stuff that I throw up every now and then. Um, they got some a sneak peek at the pregame show we've been testing out, stuff like that. So go join Patreon and support us if you want. Uh, Jake, anything else? Sign up a few people before opening day. We got the Patreon contest going on. Sign sign up, get tickets to a game. I mean, if you like going to Yankee games, maybe you'd you should sign up for Patreon. Sign somebody else for Patreon. Boom! Only if you like going to Yankee games. Only if you like the Yankees. We got a pretty interesting episode to do here, Jake. Yeah, a lot happened, sorta. And some housekeeping. We're not doing yeah. voicemails today. We have a ton of voicemails. We thank you, everyone that calls in and leaves voicemails, because it's been a little bit. Uh, since we did them because we had all the interviews and all that today this is getting released on monday tuesday is the last of the five by five series go tell all of those people they were awesome for hanging out and talking with us and then wednesday we're gonna do a comparison 
uh, this opening day lineup or roster versus last year's opening day roster, and we are going to do as many voicemails as we can get to. Going forward, as soon as the season starts, it's going to be two series recaps a week since they play two series a week, and every Tuesday will be a voicemail-only episode. Um, and maybe any other things that we need to talk about that don't pertain to you know, series recaps. Once series recaps begin, the segments are going to be back, awards, burns, all that fun stuff. I'm really excited about that. But we got to get there first, and uh, getting there for now consists of talking about the big move, Jake. The big move. The move you, that none of us saw coming. The move well, that you... Well, you said you were blindsided by this. I've seen this coming. You saw. Uh, I said th- the Yankees will get Mike Talkman. <laughs> you, you don't been, remember that? Oh, you you just been beating that drum for like thirty days now. <laughs> get Mike Talkman already. Um, no, I will. I will say this. I I was saying it kind of facetiously. I forget if it was in the five by fives or our last episode, but I said something like, "Yeah, you know, we'll we'll see if Tyler's on the roster." And you're like, "Well, I mean, by default, he is at this point." And I just gave like a cranky, jokey, like, ah, you never know. This is the you never know, Mike Talkman. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. So if anyone doesn't know, the Yankees traded Philip Deal. Is that his, was his first name? Philip Deal. Deal. Yeah, he was he was the he was the kid that looked like he was fourteen. That was like pitching pretty well this spring training. Yes, they traded him, a lefty reliever, for Mike Talkman, who is a. I think he's 27 or 28 years old. 28 years old, maybe. Career. You want the bio? Oh, I got the bio. No, he's a lefty from oh. uh, Illinois. Same college as Kirby Puckett. Yeah. He's crushed Brad- AAA for the last three seasons. Bradley, like, cr- they, they were in the dance, Jim. Oh, yeah. Like, crushed AAA. Yeah. It is the PCL, Pacific Coast League, which is known as a hitter's league. But still... His numbers still are top tier numbers for probably AAA career hitters or whatever. Yeah, people were talking about him getting AAA MVP votes last year. He, uh, they, they play in Albuquerque, which is at a higher altitude than Coors. <laughs> um, so <laughs> his, his 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 numbers are ridiculous. He hit three twenty three last year, nine seventy eight OPS. Uh, he hit 331 the year before that, 941 OPS. Um, and if you're sitting there kind of shocked, well, A, like Pacific Coast League is known for that, especially Albuquerque. Um, you, some of you may be familiar with the, the Mets AAA team uh, in Las Vegas. Their, their hitters always have these gouty stats as well. Um, but, yeah, there is the catch. He's also 28, and... Jimmy, I, I talked to our Rockies buddies, the BSN crew, the BSN pod. Yep. And they basically, the way they laid it out, he's almost an older outfield version of Tyler Wade. Like everyone kind of likes him and they think he's talented, but he's never gotten a chance to play like consistent Major League Baseball. And when he has played Major League Baseball, he's been bad like Tyler Wade. Yeah, he's played less than Wade though, right? Oh yeah, I mean he's o- he's only had 59 major league at bats, but he has a 153 batting average. Jim, they have this they have the same exact MLB OPS. <laughs> um which I mean is kind of hilarious, but 468 for both of them in in limited major league action. 
And what I saw was that Talkman has mostly been a pinch hitter, kind of like Voight, like never has been a chance to string together starts, which he probably won't for the Yankees either. Yeah. But, all right. So, anyway, the reason... So, Wade is now starting the season in AAA. Talkman is on the roster. It's surprising. There, It does have reasonings that make sense. Talkman is a, is a really good defensive outfielder i was watching highlights of him he can track down balls all over he's primarily played outfield all three positions whereas wade is primarily an infielder and has 20 or so games in each outfield position um so he's a truer defender and the spot that we're talking about on the roster is fourth outfielder yeah um so wade could have done that but here's the thing deal wasn't playing on this team our bullpen no. is stacked, and Deal's not even the first three options from the minors, probably. No. And he just had a good spring, so Deal's value is at its highest <laughs> it's been in his career, and Talkman's value is probably at its, I don't want to say lowest, but he's it's low, he's aging, he's at the last couple years to put it together. This is the deals, these are the deals Cashman loves. Take a guy whose stock has just rised, even though spring training doesn't matter, it did for the Rockies. They saw what Deal did, and we're like, "Oh, we'll take that." Cashman's like, "Okay," because we never had any plans for him anyway. So we trade a piece of strength, and we get a piece of weakness. You know, strength bullpen weakness right now, outfield depth, and we get it back. So it, these are the trades that Cashman loves, and these are the trades that Cashman has a like bizarre track record of working out. So you can't doubt yeah. it right now. Yeah, and it's a uh, yeah deal. Deal, the guy we traded, he's 24, um, and I I don't think he was on the 40-man, so the the Rockies kind of cleared a 40-man spot. They get a younger guy. We've, we've been on the other end of that. Uh, the Yankees moved. They moved someone to the 60-man DL. Was it Monty? I, I I think they moved Monty back on the 60-man to, to get the 40-man roster spot. Anyways, yeah, there, there's, there's two mentalities, and that's the first statement. This trade reeks of... The Luke Voigt trade. It's, yeah. uh, it's an older AAA player who's absolutely raking, and he's got some good stats going for him. I mean, the uh, Katie Sharp had an awesome one the other day, Jim. I'll, I'll see if I can dig that up. But basically, he, he was one of three minor league players that had um, – here it is. Three AA, AAA players that had – a 240 ISO and a K percentage below 15%. It was Talkman, Vlad Jr., and Jeff McNeil, the Mets prospect that got called up and raked last year. Um, so this guy, it, it's the Luke Voigt. You kind of have to trust the nerds. This guy's been hitting, and maybe he's figured something out. Um, and we'll see. I There is a little bit of a bad stigma to it. Oh, uh, you're... So... I agree. Like you just said, there's a little bit of a bad stigma to it. I don't know if you've been on the interwebs. This you were at the sle- sledding, oh. or <laughs> skiing, but people I was now, on him, babe. people now, I'm so people outrage. It's outrage season. People are yes people, on both sides of this. I haven't seen it on the other side. I've only seen it on the side where people are crying about Tyler Wade's feelings. When oh, they're, no. the, they're the very same people that would have been and will be screaming 
Tyler Wade sucks if he goes one for 18 again. Yeah. He's never think- got an ounce of support. And now the every Yankee, every Yankee fan is like, Tyler Wade didn't deserve this. Dude. No. I mean that that's that's fully been out there, but the other side's very much out there too. That everyone's saying, "Well, yeah, this dude sucked. That's why we had to bring in Talkman." And it's, I mean, those people are yelling like, "Don't even know who Talkman is." They're just they're Wade haters. Um, but there there's a good there's a good feud out going on there on Yankees Twitter. Yeah, I, I've I've seen a couple of those. Like this is something that I got on Instagram. Look, this is just heartbreaking and honestly bullshit. <laughs> Tyler Wade deserves it and he showed it. I don't understand. Thought baseball was about showing your talent and Tyler Wade did that this spring. Just pisses me off. Fuck Brian Cashman. It's like, what? Yeah. This yeah, is that's from the like- same fan base that was just like has never said a nice thing about Tyler Wade. Now he's the darling. Yeah. And and oh, yeah. and I feel so bad for Tyler Wade because his quote, he got blindsided by this, just like we kind of did. I do feel bad for Tyler Wade, but it's a business, and this makes sense. Yeah, and that uh, I, and, I'm, and Tyler's going to get more at bats and a bigger opportunity to like play. Talkman's yeah, going to be on the. No, we, we've done this before. If you're you want to be on the major league team and not the minor league team, <laughs> I agree. But I agree. But Wade's going to be back up. Who like if I if you flipped a coin right now, who gets more at bats as a New York Yankee, Talkman or Wade? Do you think it's a landslide, Talkman? Because I think it's fifty fifty or Wade more. I mean, it's a coin flip. It's, yeah, it's a 50, coin flip. But yeah. one's on one's on the major league team eating eating dinners in the Bronx. The other's on a bus in Scranton, yeah. PA. No, no, no. I, I, I feel bad for Wade. He got, he got, jobbed. Yeah. I, 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 I normally don't use my words well at all. I, I had one decent tweet, and I said it's, it's a little bit the heart versus the nerds, and it feels like Voight. And like if if Talkman plays well, then this is all over and goodbye. I mean, the bad message is that. Tyler Wade is well liked by a lot of these young guys and he's like a he's a part of this crew, you know what I'm saying? Like Judge likes Tyler Wade. All these guys played in the minors with Tyler Wade. Cashman has been behind this minor league crew. That's why we didn't sign any of the big names and all that. And then Tyler Wade, that's that was my thing. It's it it is the message that does feel bad at the end of the day, especially when it's Mike Talkman. Like, maybe he's good, and maybe Cashman has dug up another gem. If it was an MLB veteran, if this was Adam Jones or someone else, no one would be saying a peep. Um, but it, it is the fact that Tyler Wade is supposed to be a part of this crew, going back to the Zobris quote years ago, and he's buddies with these guys, and he comes to spring training, he does do everything he's asked, and he's, he comes in and he hits and he looks really good, and then he gets to the finish line, and they just pull the rug out from under him. That sucks. Oh yeah, it big time sucks, sucks. for Tyler. And he had a lot of quotes. I guess we'll just do these now. I I, I yeah. broke them down. He had a lot of quotes that were of a pissed off player. And <laughs> some of the beat re- one beat reporter said that they just asked him, "You seem pissed," and he said, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> yeah. Here here are Tyler Wade's quotes. Um, I just wanted to make the team and have a good performance offensively and defensively. I showed that. No one's ever had a problem with my defense. It's always been my bat, and I got my bat figured out. I made all those adjustments. I wouldn't use the word unfair. I'm just disappointed. I did everything I possibly can do to show I belong in the big leagues to help this team. 
I just know I'm able to play outfield. I've done it for three years now. So if that's the issue, I don't know what the problem is. It just blindsided me. I didn't know what to say. I wasn't expecting this whatsoever. I was very excited to get up there to New York and do whatever I could to help this team, and I'm just disappointed. That's all. And uh, Boone said it was very tough to tell Tyler Wade he hadn't made the club. Boone said these things remain fluid and can be temporary, but the bottom line is he's put himself in a good position to be here, and I feel like he will impact our club this season. So, tough quotes. Carly had a good – Coley Harvey had a good tweet where he's like, I believe we'll see a more balanced and level-headed Wade tomorrow when it's when it sits a little – more yes he was really mad but uh let's not lose sight that this is only lasting while hicks is injured now so that so the question there jake is a lot of people were dming me and i saw asking on twitter is this a sign that hicks is going to be out for a while i don't think this is a sign that hicks injury is any worse i than it is like that they know that right now it's just precautionary that it's just precautionary Overall, Deal didn't help with the fourth outfield problem. They could trade Deal for Talkman, who can help with outfield depth. So I don't think it's a sign that Hicks is uh, more hurt or going to be out for longer than we think. I just I just think it's precaution for that. Yeah, and I a couple couple other fun things before we get into it. So there's another. <laughs> so Philip Deal, the guy who got traded, I guess the team like Barber came in yeah, today. It was yeah. haircut day, and he sat down before CC or something, and then he got traded, and he thought they were punking him, and then they're like, "No, <laughs> actually traded, sir." What he what um, he doesn't know is that it was because of the Barber thing, right? That was See, his big mistake. They're like, "Oh, this is a joke because of the Barber thing." Oh, no, it's not a joke, man. But it is because of the barber thing. You don't yeah. cut CC off for a haircut. Uh, hope Especially you learned your lesson. when you're 14-year-old looking nerdy Philip Deal. Like, no haircut's yeah. going to help you, bud. Yeah. You're doomed. Uh, Just don't best cut of CC luck. off ever. Best, best of luck, Philip Deal. Jim, I think it's... Uh, I, I think no Hicksy. I don't think the diagnosis has changed too much. They, you know, they're waiting to let him go full bore and then hopefully we'll get him a week into the season, week and a half, something like that, once he gets his swings in and his back's feeling good. Jim, the more important word here that nobody's saying is center field. It's not fourth outfielder. It's center field. And I said this as a throwaway line last episode, or maybe it was a PPP or a 5 by 5 but I said if Brett Gardner gets hurt right now, Tyler Wade is the starting center fielder for the Yankees. And that's insane. That's insane for what he's done hitting-wise. And defensively, he is good, and you and I had this a quick banner about it, but, like, he's not a traditional center fielder. Like, the guy can catch a fly ball, and he's athletic, but he hasn't come up playing center field. Like, I can't promise you his routes are crisp and all that. So bringing in Mike Taupman gives you center field insurance because guess what? I think if Brett Gardner, you know, he, he, he you know, tore his tricep punching someone in a bar fight tonight I like I think Aaron Judge would have been a closer center field bet than Tyler Wade and I think that's why they brought in Talkman because you're right deal doesn't fit um I think the bigger thing that this swirls up is now that Talkman's on the roster because the whole thing was utility Tyler Wade speed he can play every position wow he's cute 
now everyone's saying, okay, so if Voight and Bird start hitting, can we just bring Hicks on the team and send down Talkman? Yeah, I think and so. And that's what everyone thinks now. Well, it makes sense, right? Because, yeah, because then the other thing would be, okay, activate Hicks, send down Talkman, send down the lesser of Bird or Voight to bring back Tyler Wade to just back everyone up again, and that doesn't make sense at this point. No. Do you think Talkman's going to get, like, a start a week? Because they're, they might want to rest Guardy sometimes, and they might want to rest Giancarlo sometimes. If Hicks is out for two weeks, I think Talkman's going to get in the mix, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I think you'll ideally they'll probably get him into a to a blowout or get him a couple at bats, almost do it spring training style, get him in the seventh inning or something like that. Um, you'll see him get a start. I, I've I've said this, and I'm Jim. Not to get us too excited, but I'm starting to get I'm starting to get back into my regular season lines that I say on repeat. Something I love that Joe Torre did. Whenever Joe Torre brought a new player into town, he threw him in the lineup. Like, it was no questions asked. It's like, okay, you're on the team now? Let's see what you got, bud. Yeah. And I don't think we're not going to see that with Talkman because it's the start of the season. But he'll get a start, and they'll just say, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping everybody fresh and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, wild. It's, uh, I, I can only imagine what's going on in Mike Talkman's head. He's, he's a 28-year-old that's fighting to make the Rockies, probably thinking he's not going to make the Rockies team again and he's just going to go back to AAA Albuquerque and set all the records there, to now he's going to be in the Bronx on opening day. That's wild. Yeah. How about this? What's this say about Clint Frazier? Um, in this regard, if Clint could play center field, he'd be on this team. Yeah. And that was something that Clint Frazier was supposed to be able to do as he came up the minors, but he can't because he's not good defensively, and the Yankees said, oh, no way. Yeah, I mean, Clint, Clint's defense is is not major league caliber. I, I think In the corners. Had, I, I think we've driven that home, and... Yeah, and that that's why I the word I emphasized before was center field because Clint he had that quote last year. Yeah, I'll play center field, and I think the Yankees organization cackled as a whole because they're like, you know, how about you learn how to play one position first before you start trying to play multiple? Um, and that's but I, where it I just think- seems to me like another opening where where Clinton would have could have been on this team. And uh, I mean, he had a hard spring, and he hasn't played baseball in a while anyway. So go get at bats. I think they. I think. In the end, they wanted Clint to get every day at bats no matter what. Right. But if Clint could play a center field, he may have been on this team to start the season. Yeah, and maybe maybe this will be a message to Clint, too, because, I mean, if the Yankees believed Tyler Wade could play center field, do you think Talkman would be on this team? Because I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think Wade would be there. So that's that's what I'm saying. That's where I think center field is is the key word here, and... Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe this opens Clint's eyes a little bit. Like, holy, like he, Clint was probably pissed at Tyler Wade for taking his spot on the team because he can play defense. Now ta- Tyler Wade's spot has gotten taken on the team because <laughs> someone can play defense better than him at a certain position. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Brian Hoke tweeted out his 
opening day roster guess, and then he had Aaron Boone confirm that it was correct. Yeah. So let's go down it real quick. Starting real quick. pitchers, we have Tanaka, Paxton, Hap, Herman, and Sabathia. Sabathia is going to be on the roster for five games to run out his suspension. And then they said they're going to bring Lasagna up to be the fifth starter. Yeah. I was surprised they just said that. That's Girardi's, the way Girardi ran media meetings, he would have never, like, given that. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, this is a pretty unique set of circumstances. I, I think you are right with Girardi. They probably played a little close to the chest. They probably hint at Herman a little bit. Uh, or, excuse me, at Luizaga. Um, yeah, I, it, it'll be interesting to see. You wonder... And maybe there is a game of chicken there. Maybe they are fibbing something with Geo. I doubt it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's just keeping Johnny L- Lasagna happy so that they know he's coming up. I don't know. Cashman um, came out with some quotes that said, uh, Geo's a great safety, but we want our kids to be the guys that get it done for us. Like yeah, We're same. going to give them the <laughs> chance. So we'll see. But I think Geo's going to need one or two starts anyway. So that's the pitchers. Relief pitchers, we have Chapman, Britton, Adovino, Green, Holder, Canley, Tarpley makes it. Congrats, Tarpley. He also won Best Rookie in in Camp Award. Nice. And Luis Sessa is there who didn't have any options. We knew that Sessa and Canley would be there because they don't have any options. They did say Herman is probably going to get the start in the fourth game. It may be with an opener before him, but he's going to be the main pitcher in the fourth game, not Sessa. I thought they gave him the start April 1. Did you end up eating that bug? I said it was a coin flip, but I leaned Sessa. Yeah, did you eat the bug, though? I probably ate the bug at some point. but Okay. They they said that he's going to get the ball. They didn't say whether, like, then they said opener, and they said, yeah, maybe, or something like that. Like, well, no, know. they said Herman's going to start, and they said Sessa will be available. They might do an opener day with Sessa. They said Herman's going to get the April 1 start. With no opener? Yeah. Okay. I think I'd like an opener, but we'll see. Whatever. They're, the bullpen's going to be taxed because they go five and fly in the beginning anyway. Catchers, we got Sanchez and Romine. No shocks there. Infield, Andujar, Bird, LeMahieu, Torres, Tulowitzki, and Voigt. So with Hicks going down, it's it's the, the, the chess pieces that fell because Hicks went down are kind of bizarre. Because Hicks goes down, which moves Gardner from left to center. It moves Giancarlo from DH to left field. And now the DH is open, which allows, okay, well, let's just get the best hitter up here. And that's Bird right now. He's got the one of the hotter bats. So Bird and Voigt are both on the roster. That's a bizarre choice. Really played out. And then the outfield, we have Gardner, Judge, Stan, and Tachman. Tickman. Tick tock min mon. Tick mon. Tick tock mon. Um Wild. So I mean, at, at least we know Tockman's sitting opening day. I mean, we still believe DJ LeMayhew sitting opening day, right? Yeah, but just opening day. He probably gets in there day two. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's still <laughs> still wild and it's if if someone's coming back into baseball, they're saying, wait, the guy they signed Two-year, twenty-four million is just sitting on the bench. Oh yeah, we get um, an, we get a lot of angry comments. Oh, they fucking paid him twelve million to sit. And like they said, he's gonna play hundred and forty-five games this season just because he's not playing opening day. Like, calm down, come on. 
Hey, I'd I'd take the money. Um, yeah, I I mean it's it's wild. It's the it's the spring training baseball roller coaster. I mean, you know, Voight and Bird. How long was that a discussion? They both end up on the team. You know what's wild, Jake? What's wild, Jake? You can some people are looking at this opening day roster with uh, uh, dirty eyes and mean mm. attitudes, and they're like, Fucking, yeah. Okay. Because we got Severino hurt, Batanz is hurt, Didi's out, Hicks is out, center fielder, shortstop, starting pitcher, bolt reliever, CC out. Yeah, two starting pitchers. Yeah. But you know what else we got? Aaron Judge. Okay. Glaber Torres. Sure. Miguel Anduar. Yep. Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, yeah. Chapman. Mm. Britton. Ottavino. Green. Holder. Yeah. Voight. All right, you're just reading everybody. I mean, we... uh. No, I left it. out. I left out some. I mean, there's a lot of really, really. Good I know. Mean, I think team. you were gonna get there, though. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're really good. We're the Vegas favorites. Yeah, these guys are pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know what else you got. Man, uh, I'm ready for baseball. Oh, um, I'm like nervous because it changes my life so much. You're gonna feel a lot better Tuesday morning at like 9 a.m. Cause I had that feeling today cause I got, I got through my last weekend, did like the girlfriend time, uh, made up for, I, it's cause I was away during her birthday at spring training. That's what this, that's when this trip was planned. So I came home and when I settled in today, it was basically, it was the guys leaving Tampa for spring training and setting up in the Bronx and being like, Whoa, like it's, it's, it's really here now. Yeah. That's what, yeah, as soon as I get home Tuesday, and then, yeah, but I'm like, I, I love the routine of baseball. Yeah. Your schedule's set for you. That's why people are like, they need a youth audience. They need a youth audience. Yo, if my 12-year-old kid was watching 150 baseball games out of 162 season, mm. I think I'd be like, kid, get outside, go play. Go That's, play baseball. Is I what don't you'd think. Say. I don't think this game is made for a young audience. I think it's made for a. I just worked nine to five, and now I need to fucking turn my brain off and watch a sport. Audience. Yeah, different strokes, different folks. I I think it's uh, the golf comparison might be better than like an NFL comparison. Like, yeah, lean into that. Um, and enjoy it. Um, I mean, we didn't even mention the big news. What's that? Nick Green is back. Oh, yeah. Arizona took Nick Green from us in the Rule 5 draft, a right-handed pitcher. And uh, he he purposely had a terrible spring, Jake. Right. As as they do, because if he, when you take someone in the Rule 5 draft, you have to keep them on your roster for the entire season. 25-man roster. Yeah. And Nick Green said, no, I'm going to sabotage this. I want to go back to my friends in uh, Yankee organization. So he didn't make it, and they sent him back. It was nice. Man, talk. People overlook 
when sports in real life actually overlap and it's not Mike Trout getting $430 million. Imagine being Nick Green. You get selected by the Diamondbacks on a, hey, you're invited to come to our spring training, and if you make the team good, if not, we're sending you back to your old team to the minor leagues. Enjoy it. Like, just think about what kind of lifestyle that is. <laughs> it's weird. It's a lot of weird it, baseball rules. Um, so Nick Green will be back in the Yankees minor league. Says, like, that's got to be weird. Like, okay, hey, like, is there, like, what happens? Does Nick Green come back and they're just like, all right, they flip him a ball and it's like back to work? Is there like a debriefing? What did you learn in Arizona? What happened? I guess, like, did they try to teach you anything else? Did you work on something different? What's it like over there in Florida, in Arizona? Yeah. Welcome back. Ivan Nova was that. I think the Padres took him, and then we got him back. Yeah, and someone else was comparing him to Nova because he, he has good sinker ball rates or something. Internet's a wild place. I didn't um, know that. Hey, did you see your boy, little baby Toe, playing for the Twins Oh, today? yeah. Him, him and Tyler Austin, my, my squad. Um, he was playing left field. He's got no limits. Yeah, I don't think he's making their team, though. Uh, with that attitude, you're right. I was trying to pull up the Twins depth chart to see if Austin and Torres are, are there, and they don't they don't have Austin as the DH or the first baseman. I don't know if the Twins have like announced their stuff yet. I I did a quick Twins. Well, Cruz Twitter has hunt. to be their Cruz has to be their DH, right? And then it, they have Kron as the first baseman, not Tyler Austin, right? Siege. Yeah, so we'll see. And they have Jake Cave. Being the fourth outfielder. Interesting. A lot of ex-Yankees over there in Twinkie land. Talking twins. Tanaka, are you ready for the uh, the biggest news? Yeah, I retweeted it, so some people already know this. Okay, do you want to give me a drum roll, or do you want me to give you a drum roll? Uh, I'll give you a drum roll. Okay, here we go. Tanaka is having another kid. Bing. His wife is the one giving the birth. Yes. But collectively, they're going to have another child together. This is huge news. How do you think this affects his play on the field? Depend. All depends on how Mrs. Tanaka is while pregnant, right? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, like, might, might she not could be, be shy putting in the extra work. Maybe she, she's like, hey, I'm not getting any sleep, so you're not either, Masahiro. Yeah. And now, now Masa's sleeping in the clubhouse just to get a couple hours of rest because his pregnant wife's keeping him up. You might see some better road stats because of that. Oh, he's going to pitch better on the road now because he can sleep better. Yeah. Hot take. Wow. Maybe. Uh, yeah. No, he's definitely, he pitches on more rest, so shit. Shit. Man. It's going to be interesting how this plays out. They already what, have. Did, yeah. Nope. Did you tell them what we've got coming up the next couple of days for Epps? I did at the beginning of the show. Okay. I, w I was just double checking. I did. We're going to do. We have a lot of voicemails, so we're going to do those on. It's going to be released on Wednesday, Tuesday night. I'm excited. I'm really excited for baseball. We'll be doing the pregame show. I found a, a song for it, which I really like. Oh, dude, the other update I wanted to say was that Domingo Herman 
was beaming when he walked out of Aaron Boone's office yesterday. He said today that his improved curveball made all the difference. It's sharper now. It has big bite the way it did in 2017. So that's good for Domingo. That's really good. I think right. Severino's throwing the ball. Yeah, Sevy's been throwing. He threw on back-to-back days. It, it looks like he's on a path. Um, again, don't expect to see him throwing in April unless there's um, a, a swooning development, which those words aren't used together a lot, so don't expect to see that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, what, what, what are the other updates? We're, we're going to know more about Hicks soon. Um, and Hicks and looks bad. Hicks looks, ba- Hicks looks bad to me. Everything, every, everything says it just looks bad to me. I don't, do I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to even elaborate that. Um, but like, it seems like they still don't know what's going on. I think they know. I think they, it's just a back and like backs are like one of those areas, backs and hamstrings, like different people and the different injuries just don't heal. Like they don't fully heal until they fully heal. There's a Jakey hot take. Um, I'll say you you want a semi hot take thing going away. What's that? What if Talkman's good? I don't know how he gets enough chances to be good. Right, and I and I get that, but I I'm just this is a bizarro thought, and I this is not a happy way to end the episode. But what if Hicks has like a injury struck struck stricken year? Talkman plays a little bit, and he's good. He has a not Voight, but he's good. And the Yankees just signed Hicks? Like, I could see Cashman having a little buyer's remorse. That's, that's a lot of a lot of bad stretch going on there. It's bizarro world, I know. But What about this book, Inside the Empire, and all the things that came out from it? Do you have, did, you, did you read it? It's not out yet. I will read I it read when it. it's out. I will read it when it's out. I'm, uh, I don't know if I'll believe it. Which Ooh. is something. I found out why I'm so cynical, Jake. A, my dad's super okay. cynical. Here we go. B, I was a history major, and it's all about, like, can you trust the source? What's their agenda? And having right. to find that out before you just blindly trust it. So sure. I don't know the writers of this book. You don't believe in anything. I do, but I have to do a lot of my own personal research before I get myself there. Right. I don't know who these guys are. So I, I don't not just going to blindly read a tweet and be like, must be true. There's analytic sure. guys in the back of the dugout feeding Boone the info. I've like, never can seen. Can you use that voice more? I've never seen Boone. I don't know what it was. That was good. I, I've never seen Boone like on camera, like <laughs> dip into the dugout. What's that you say? Pull CC? Yeah. Analytics say pull CC? Okay. Larry, they're saying pull CC. Let's go. Like I have never, they never. If that was happening, we'd have seen the cameras pick it up. I think so I don't you really, would have seen that. So I don't really, I can't just blindly believe. It, it's it's entirely possible. I don't think Boone makes a lot of decisions. But no. Like right there in the dugout. I I think it's. I picture them with like calculators with those long ass receipts, just like running algorithms. Right. Oh shit, shit. We gotta get CC quick. Runs runs all the receipts up to Boone. Just Boone scrolls through them with a magnifying glass. You you mentioned being cynical. I mean, my my cynical comes before this, and it's the fact that anytime you hear something like that, 
normally they say the juiciest thing and then you look into it and nothing happens. Like, what this is going to tell is tell the people that Aaron Boone in- listens to Brian Cashman and they make decisions before the game. And there's just a group of people that have ignored that so far. We we know that because Aaron Boone said the plan was yeah, for CeCe to go... F- yeah, they're tell The plan was for CeCe to go four innings and we wanted to stick to the plan. Like, we know that they make pre-plans. It's bad. But, yeah, I don't... I don't. This interview, this book, I'll read the book. It's interesting. They're doing more interviews now. Uh, I mean, they want people to buy their book, so it's called clickbait. Like, you know, it's verbal yes. clickbait. We'll see. The Girardi stuff is true, that Girardi was completely blindsided, and he thought he was going to uh, get uh, re-upped. Everyone keeps using the word fired, and I he wasn't fired. He, he, was, he was just not brought back. Yeah. Was, I, I'm not getting caught up in that. But his contract... It's almost like... It's a not – We I just talked about how ridiculous the Rule 5 draft is, like Nick Green goes to Arizona. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we picked you to make the team, kid. Oh, you didn't make it. Go back to the Yankees minor league. See you later. Like that's kind of an example of if a team believes in you, they extend you and keep you on board. So in a way – they let him go. I know the contract was up, but it's it's getting into work. And he was worth a lot of money. Like, the Orioles didn't fire Machado. They didn't want to pay him. They didn't want to pay Girardi. Well, they traded Machado. Oh, okay. So, the Dodgers then. You know what I'm saying. Kind of. They didn't want to pay Girardi $4 million. But he's he, not worth that. Well, that's what his contract was. Right, but managers aren't worth that anymore. That's new baseball. Yeah. yeah, and Girardi wanted the same money, and he was blindsided. It is funny that – was not funny. Whatever. I was going to say it's funny that he – this is so mean. This is my Ooh. heartless – Here we go. I like Girardi, and this is okay. mean that I said it's funny. <laughs> this sucks. I can't believe I have put myself in the situation where I'm Wow. The image of Girardi getting that news from Cash. Okay. How cold-blooded the tweet made Cash and House sound was funny. I don't think they were that cold-blooded, but the tweet was like, Girardi showed up to talk about the 2018 season and what changes they wanted to make. And Cashman said, no, you're fired. <laughs> and Girardi, with tears in his eyes, called Hal, and Hal said, I back Cashman. <laughs> it's like... It couldn't have been that cold. It, it was so, Maybe it was. It's, it's, it's so brutal. Maybe and, it was. And Girardi, like this big, strong guy, <laughs> crying. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I believe. Anything else from that interview that came out? The whole no. Dolan stuff? Dolan was going to own the Yankees and George was going to run it? I don't care about any of that. Yeah, not into it. Yeah, don't, no. don't mention Dolan and Yankees in the same sentence. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I won't do that ever again. That's fair. Thank you. So I'll read the book, and then I'll do my own personal research, and then you guys can believe, uh, or you guys can decide if you want to trust me. Um, But you shouldn't. You should do your own research. That's how life should work. There you go. There you go. Inside the Empire. Maybe we'll have them come on this show and say... uh, Sure. Do the tour. Tell us stuff. Tell us stuff. We'll call them out. Yeah, call them out. All right, that's the end of this episode. We will be back tomorrow with another 5x5. After that, voicemails, 908-845-5792.
908-845-5792 if you want to leave a voicemail. We're going to do an all-voicemail app. And then uh, then the season starts, basically. And I am beyond excited. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. <laughs>